Welcome to the BLC Connection Podcast. I'm Brian Kell. I'm Karen Wilson. And I'm Michael Lawrence. Let's get connected. Welcome into the BLC Connection Podcast. Brian Kell is here. And Karen Wilson is here. That is true. I'm present. (laughs) We do not have Michael Lawrence with us on this one. He is traveling. Yes, we miss him, but he is on a wonderful trip with his family and church, I believe, too. So uh, we wish him uh, safe travels, and we'll be happy to have him back for our next one. This he'll he'll have a lot of stories to tell, I'm sure, uh, because they're they're going to some interesting places. But we'll talk about that maybe in in the next uh, episode. This is episode ten, the perfect ten, and the perfect place, Karen, for us to do this podcast is right here at the Milner Recreation Center. That's right. I mean, isn't it amazing that ten fell on our annual meeting day, and we are back here at the Milner uh, Recreation Center. Uh, this is you know our first time back since its renovation and. Uh, As we commented privately to ourselves a few minutes ago, it kind of feels like home. It does. It does. You've you've done quite a few out here. I only did one, but just yesterday in the setup and and just looking at things as we're doing right now, we're kind of behind all the seats uh, here at the uh, the annual meeting. It it just feels right. Mm -hmm. It really does. And, And let's face it. Part of that is we've done, well, we'll talk more about that later, but we've done some outdoors ones, and it's good to be back inside oh, and all is. this stuff. So The weather's unpredictable this it, time of the year, it so it, and it's a cool day today, so happy to be inside where the, the heating unit is here. Yes. We're going to be taking a look back uh, at some past annual meetings, Karen, and, and who knows who we'll grab for that, or it may just be me and you discussing, but uh, been quite a few of these over the decades. Yes, there has. I know we've both been... Uh, here many years now and uh you know they've all been great I, I go back to our probably 50th anniversary i remember uh, mike snyder for entertainment yep. that was very monumental I sat right up there yeah met charlie leuven one year and uh that was a lot of fun that was an anniversary meeting so there's been a lot of uh, great things happen absolutely and so we're going to talk about that we'll also take a look at uh, what's going on at channel six connection magazine also events in april but up next we've got a couple of guys that we're we'll talking to that are just uh uh, kind of stalwarts and legends here at Ben Loman. Up next, we're going to talk with Joe Roper and Gerald Seitz, board members of the Ben Loman Connect machine here. And we're back in just a second with them here on the BLC Connection podcast. Welcome once again back into the BLC Connection podcast. We have a guy with us that is no stranger to Ben Loman Connect. I think he's the dean of our of our board of directors, and uh, it is the Joe Roper. Mr. Roper, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Thank you all for having me. Yeah. Well, another annual meeting's underway. Uh, you've experienced quite a few of the, over, the, over the years. Talk about what early memories you've got of the annual meeting and kind of what it means to you today. Well... Uh, we did have a problem getting people in in the early days, and then we had to do the gifts and so on to get them in. I like this location that we're having. I think this is the best location for us to have the annual meeting. Uh, there's been several of them that I've been to. Uh, I don't think anything stands out really one that really stands out in my mind is uh, my friend Charlie Lubin of Lubin Brothers That's came. Right. 
Uh, he was one of our customers at Brothers Inn, and I asked him, and he came. And uh, I enjoyed Charlie's singing just for, you know, having a country famous yeah. singer here in this building, something for Ben Loman. I remember Levin's, I think it was Levin's Ladies. He had a fan club that came with him and, and yeah. supported him and stuff. They followed him everywhere. And, you know, I really had not heard his name until the annual meeting. And now when I listen to, like, documentaries yes. on yeah. music, heritage, and things like yeah. that, his yeah. name comes up a lot. Uh, yeah, Levin Brothers. Mm-hmm. Well, we were blessed to have him. That was a monumental meeting. So... Mr. Roper, tell us about about Joe Roper, who you are and what you do and, and the things that are special to you. They, well, I was born in Coffee County, raised in Coffee County. I spent my college years at UT Martin. Then I spent three years in Memphis and Mississippi working for International Harvester. And I came back, and I've been involved either in agriculture or ag-related business in Coffee County until I retired. That's kind of unusual for a farm boy from Coffee County to get the opportunity to attend college. Is that something your parents kind of wanted for you or yes, that you wanted yes, for yes. yourself? No, uh, it was pushed. <laughs> uh, they, It was hard to make a living. See, in the, in the 50s, we had a drought in Middle Tennessee, and uh, it just you couldn't make a living on the farm. Mm-hmm. And they thought that we needed to get out, and I just I just love being in agriculture, and agriculture-related, so I, when fact is my granddaughter's gonna do farming this year, oh, she's wow. 19, and going into vegetable farming, so. It's still in the blood. That's great. We need that next generation passing, you know, picking up the torch from former generations because that's something, as we were talking about earlier, you know, uh, no dairy farms left in in this area really to speak of. But you do see a good number of our youth that are going into ag-related careers, and that's great. Yeah, it really is. Speaking of farming, uh, talk about some of the positive things and also maybe challenges that the farming industry is experiencing today, and maybe also what part Ben Lemon Connect has played in helping local farmers in our service area. The biggest ex- thing that they're experiencing right now is just the cost of putting out a crop. And there's no guarantee. I have invested in a crop and got zero yield. So you have a complete crop failure. It wasn't bad in my day. I lost $85 an acre. Today they're losing $500 an acre, you know, if they don't get a crop. So anybody wants to go into farming and go out and put, invest about $500,000 and hope you get it back. Wow. I know the price of fertilizer, yes. lime, things like yes. that, spraying, all of that is, <laughs> you know, is crazy you know it, yeah. uh, how expensive it is, and but, you just hope for a good year. But getting back to what Ben Loman does, the Internet is a blessing. Uh, we spend a lot of time just looking it for equipment. My son just bought a bean picker out of New York by Internet. Uh, they're going into vegetables, and so they bought one. 
doing a lot of research. You can do on YouTube and see all the other people across the nation how they're doing it. Will that fit my operation? Mm. If it does, fine. If it doesn't, just move on. But we use it a lot at Brothers Implement to help customers. As long as they've gone been loaning, they could look up the same picture I'm looking at and we could talk. But now you got out on AT&T and some of the others. And, and they said, oh, I said, I'll lose that before you get talking. So, <laughs> you know, we, we're blessed with the system we've got. Very much so. So over the years, Ben Loman Connect has had some major, you know, highs. We've got close to 30,000 broadband connections, um, 83% of those being fiber. We've had grants uh, come into Coffee County and Cumberland Counties. Uh, talk to us about the last 365 days or so from yours and the board's perspective. I'm going back a little further. Okay. <laughs> you have that uh, right. When they broke up Ma Bell, the vestibule, a lot of people don't know what I'm talking about, but they told us at annual meetings at NTCA that you may go broke. Our revenue was going down because we were paid whatever they wanted us to do. Now there is a formula. You're going to pay by mileage. So we were connecting in Hillsborough. We went about three miles, and it went back to Bell. So we only got paid three miles. Lavoy brought in the switch to McMinnville. Then that call in Hillsborough went to McMinnville, out to Sparta, and then to Nashville. So we really increased our revenue. And that was a, a monumental thing. The next thing that we did was fiber. Fiber, and I can't tell you the year, I don't remember the year, but fiber came in as just cutting down on the structure. We, you could take a five or six big strands and put it down in one little strand. We didn't even know what internet was then. <laughs> now, I'd like for y'all to hang up your computers and go back to a telephone and talk to somebody <laughs> and get all your information. Yeah. So uh, that Sometimes is, old school is, is good, isn't it? Well, I don't know. <laughs> what we're doing right now is really helping these counties. We're getting this information out to people that just doesn't have the chance to get it. And as long as we're bringing the Internet out to the rural people, then that's a blessing, I think, to and a just a big confidence for Ben Loman. Do you do you have any stories of maybe seeing you talked about you growing up in Coffee County and then going away to college, work, and then coming back. But do you have any stories of like seeing Ben Loman Connect, Ben Loman Telephone back then in action, former employees or board members that maybe made an impact with you either before you started serving Ben Loman or maybe when you first started joining the board? No, not really because when uh, uh, Mr. Jamie Ashburn was killed in an accident with his car, and uh, Mr. Robert Bramlett asked me to be on board. And I didn't know anything but just playing on the telephone, pick up the telephone, dial a number. And, uh, but I realized right quick, <coughs> I need to do some research on what Ben Lowen and what they stood for. Uh, but I can go back to, y'all don't remember it, but at one time, you could dial and call to somebody 
and talk for three minutes, and then it cuts you off. Wow, yeah. I mean, we've come a long way from, <laughs> from where we started out. Uh-huh. And, of course, Mr. Ashburn was one of our first board members. So uh-huh. was Mr. Bramblett as well. But you're talking like some of the original people, and then you were kind of followed up right after them? Yeah. See, I, I have I, uh, when I came on the board, Bill Slusher was in his last. So I have wow. been uh, a director yeah. for every manager. That's been with Ben Loman. That's a big statement. Yeah, that, that is. It is here, but and that's I, a lot of change, a lot of different personalities, yeah. but the board has always consistently worked well with every one of them. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious because, uh, you know, uh, being that we're moving next year to 70 years of, of Ben Loman Telephone, Ben Loman Connect, Bill Slusher, t- tell, us about, tell us about him. I just got in on the last okay. of his, his uh, reign. Uh-huh. His, uh, I get last year... It's probably maybe two years, and then those will take, came yeah. on. But uh, I'll tell you a tale on him. We were at a San Francisco at an annual meeting, and we got in a, t- a taxi with him to or a van to go to the motel, and the door was open, and it had a Hilton, and that's where we were staying. So we crawled in the little bus. We made a circle around the airport, come right back to the same spot. When they closed the door, it said Hilton Airport. And we we got out, and he says, Hilton downtown. <laughs> wonder if they charged you for that ride. <laughs> oh, man. So what are your thoughts, Mr. Roper, on these new generations coming on board at Ben Loman Connect and, and helping to move the company forward? Lots of new faces. Uh, we've had a lot of new employees hired on just because of retirement. They are electronically savvy, and that's what it's going to take. Us old folks are going to be pushed out to the pasture. But they've got new ideas, and they know what the customers want. We're going we're a going long way from a plain old telephone. Yeah, yeah it really has. Uh, ben Loma Connect opened an office in Coffee County, something I know you were very proud of a couple of years ago. It has to serve as a great source of pride for you uh, that, that, you know, you've had to have heard some very good feedback on having that office over in Manchester. Yeah, everybody, it's they, they can pay the bill, they can come in and sign up locally, and this just... I wish we could find a building and get out on our own yeah. and have a drive-through. That's that's two or three things that I I wish we'd have because yeah. we're going to grow in Coffee County. That yeah. property is a hot commodity right now, so it mm. takes a while to search and find out those places, yeah, well, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yes. we can't find anything right now. Yeah. So what do you expect from the board's perspective uh, in this over this next year, you think? Continue build-out. I've been looking forward for a 100% build-out in our local territory for years, and we're a little behind on schedule, and I hope that with Greg we can catch up and get a complete build-out because that's the lifeline. Mm-hmm. More you know what uh, broadband does. It brings on customers. Yeah, and uh, I think Mr. Mr. Smart made me mention uh, something a little bit higher than a gig, possibly, at the well, annual meeting. And we haven't mentioned the fact that we're talking to you here at the annual meeting. But we may have a surprise or two nah, folks out that, there. That's coming. But, but if <laughs> if it gets 
what do you need above a gig far as your individual? Yeah. Now, businesses and oh, some yeah. of that needs it. Yeah. But as far as an individual, a gig will do what, everything that they need, and that's the mainest thing. And the price is reasonable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. much so. Yeah, I've been so... It's been so pleasant to tell customers uh, our new pricing. You can afford this, you know. And if you want a couple of connections at your home or business, it's still affordable. Well, and two, with with you uh, and and the other board members, I know that you all have have uh, events that you guys go to 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 learn what's happening in other places. That has to be so much of a thrill for you all when you're talking to board members from all across the United States to go, here's what our offering is. You probably get some wide-eyed looks from folks. Yes, and do you know of any other in the United States that's offered that? We've looked. I think we're the best. I, I, think, uh, I know we're the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, uh, that, like I said, that's just that's, it's a thrill to be able to offer something that folks need. Yeah, that, that's what it is. If if you don't need it, why buy it? Yeah, but at an affordable price, it's so hard to provide a service that people cannot afford. We've always kept our costs low, but I mean, this is monumental in that most everybody, and then there's even uh, federal funding and stuff like that that helps people that do struggle with affording the fifty-seven ninety-five a month. Well, I, yeah. I haven't used it, but if any of about the medical deal on Broadway. Yes, I, I mean, I have I've never had, used it. I've had telehealth appointments where my doctor was, especially through COVID and stuff, and my doctor has maintained that. Every, every other appointment now is a telehealth appointment. The older you get, better <laughs> off, too. <laughs> when you can't yeah, you travel, don't have to get out get old and, and in the cold. That's right. Well, we've talked about industry, industry-leading uh, services with Ben Loman Connect and a leader on this board for many decades and hopefully many decades to come has been Joe Roper, straight out of Coffee County. Sir, thank you from all of us at Ben Loman Connect for, for what you've done for, for Ben Loman Connect and, and just the areas we serve. Okay, thank y'all for having me. Thank you. That has been mm-hmm. Joe Roper, one of our uh, elite members of our, of our board of directors. Up next, he's straight out of Grundy County. It is Gerald Seitz here on the BLC Connection Podcast. We're back here on the BLC Connection Podcast, and joining us, as we mentioned going into this, straight out of Grundy County, Mr. Gerald Seitz. Welcome into the BLC Connection Podcast. Thank you, Brian. So, another annual meeting's underway. Uh, you've experienced quite a few of these over the years. Talk about what today means to you. Well, it's a contri- continuous tradition, basically, okay? And then it gives us an opportunity to meet our membership. Our employees, I mean, it's a good time for us to even mix with our employees. So uh, it's an opportunity for the membership to understand what's going on with the company. Uh, it's a business meeting, so, you know, yeah. they get to see the business side of things. And uh, so it's it's good com- camaraderie. Yeah, I think, too, it's a great opportunity for the membership to meet you all, their representatives yeah, and the people that work for them, yeah. the employees. In the past, we've had... Those members come up and ask us questions. You know, if they have a problem, they, they'll voice it. That's yeah. And that's an opportunity to be able to fix the situation. So. Yeah. Well, so tell us, I guess I hope you're an expert on Gerald Sites. I'm sure you yeah. are. So tell us who you are, what you do, and, and what is special to you. Well, I'm a retired community banker. Been retired for six years now. So, But I stay active, you know, of course, being on the Ben Loman board, 
and then also I serve on some community boards. Um, I serve on a Hillcrest Meadowood. It's a housing, senior housing uh, board. So that's been a great uh, part of my life and helping in, the, in, in their needs. Um, I also serve on the Grundy County Historical Society. Um, the uh, uh, so I've been on that board for over 10 years, and I've got to see it evolve into a great museum, a great library, and being a part of that. I'm going to be the new treasurer for it. And then I volunteer once a week, so I get the, I do tours to people like that come li- in and, uh-huh, the museum. and to the museum. Yeah. So, you know, that gets me out, gets me, uh, get to see some people. And, and, uh, and as a retired person, sometimes you get uh, to be a homebody too much, you know, so... You know, I still get together with some of my old customers, have breakfast with them, whatever, and I have a few hobbies, so that's what I do now. That seems to be a popular thing, going to breakfast with uh, the guys at the table and talking and revisiting uh, work histories and stories. It does. It does. I had a customer call me, you know, uh, yesterday. I was headed to Nashville, but he wanted to know about, you know, his bank account, you know, so even though I've retired, been retired for six years, I still have that camaraderie with certain people that... And the trust. And the trust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If folks haven't figured it out, you're a huge history buff. Sure. Uh, I know we've talked about things before. Talk about the changes you've seen uh, as we move closer to 70 years of Ben Lomond Telephone and Ben Lomond Connect. Yeah, you know, when you think back and uh, 60 years ago, in the mid-60s, was when we first had our telephone put in, you know. So, and and today we think of social media, and I look back, and I look at how my mother revered that phone. Basically, we were on a party line, you know. That was when they first came out. We were on a eight parties, six parties, but quite a few people. But anyway, but my mother, she was a homemaker, so she never worked, she never drove a car, so that phone became a big part of her life to really open it up and and um, to talk to family friends church members whatever so it was so that was a social media for her mm-hmm. 60 years ago now let's look at what social media is and and what the moment's able to provide the platform for that you know and so that's that's a lot of change but still you know that was a way of social media back then also. It was. That was, like you said, the lifeline for many people visiting with loved ones that had moved up north or all around the United States. Yes. So, you know, we've talked about your your background in banking. How do you feel that um, being from that background has helped in prepare you to serve for the board? Well, you know, when you look at it, I really started out consumer-oriented, basically, customer-to-customer so uh, that's always a big help, being able to having dealt with customers, their problems, their visions. So that's been a big part of it. Then I transcended later on in my career as the bank grew and whatever into more of a commercial side of things, an underwriting committee, uh, doing credit analysis. Um, so financial statements, understanding those. So as, as a board member, you know, we... Every month we review those financial statements. So I think I have a little better understanding because of that career and maybe can contribute 
from oh, my I'm experiences. Sure. So, yeah, when you're yeah. working with budgets like a telephone cooperative to um, a regional bank, there's a lot of similarities in that, and the Absolutely. banking sure can help. You know, and as we continue going in, advancing into getting grants and going into other areas, that budgeting is a big part of that, and you, and, and our accounting department has done a great job with yeah, that and yeah. management. Overall. I know, with yeah. grants come accountability, sure. and as it should, you yeah. know, and they've done a fantastic job at that. Talk about some of the positive things uh, also and the challenges even that the banking industry is experiencing today and maybe what part Ben Loman Connect uh, is helped in, in helping with that. Well, you know, online banking, for one thing, you know, I, it, it's a big part of my life. I, I don't go in the bank actually much anymore. And a lot of people, customers don't. Mm-hmm. So they're able at home to do their banking for most part, you know access their accounts, transfer money, pay bills, whatever. So, so, and we, you know, as a banker, what it provided to us in the banking industry, it gave us a platform that with great speed, send data down to other offices, other to the main office, receive that data. So without that speed, without that connectivity, you know, we used to do a lot of passing paper back and forth. But so... So that sped up the process a little bit in that banking side of things. You know, and another thing that we did from a Ben Loman standpoint was uh, when Voice Over IP came in, you know, our bank, uh, we had, we were on four or five different networks. So we were, we called Telehomas long distance, called McMinnville's long distance, mm-hmm. Dunlap, the main office was long distance. So when we went to the hosted VoIP program, it, Eliminated those costs, trimmed that down, and then we were able to have just one network. We had two around 250 people that you just put in a, their three-digit code, and you had access to them right then. So instead of going through an operator, waiting, so it just it's, gives you a lot more efficiency from time standpoint, and uh, so that was a great program for the banking industry to. to yeah, everybody is. I never thought about that, but everybody's on the same network. Uh, if there's an issue, you don't have to call one or two no, or three different companies. Go direct right into that person's desk, you know, so a lot of efficiencies yes, in that. So. Yes, yes. Well, well, we'll throw out a plug, too. Citizens Tri-County Bank, just a tremendous uh, banking you know, uh, institution, and like you said, that uh, that switch over to hosted uh, was a, a major project. Ben Loman, and, yeah. and, I, and it's been something that I think citizens to this day, hopefully, uh, helps them out. But yeah, just the, tremendous. Part. The bank was a pioneer yes. with Ben Loman on that. Yes. So, and it's been, as far as I know, still a good association. Yeah. So um, we're talking again with Gerald Sykes, uh, our uh, director uh, for Ben Loman Connect out of Grundy County. Um, sir, do you have any stories of maybe seeing uh, Ben Loman Connect in action, former employees or board members that made an impact with you either before you started serving Ben Loman or when you you know first started serving? You know, I, I'll go back to the director I replaced, and Charlie Boyd. And Charlie was uh, came to me and says, look, my health's going down, my wife's health, so I'm going to uh, resign from the board. Would you like to replace me? So I had no idea what that would entail, but I did. And um, 
but I look back at Charlie, and Charlie was one of the original board members of Ben Lomond. Okay, so when they combined all the different little small companies in the area in the 54, um, he was a part of that. So he was on the board of the old Dixie Telephone that was in Tracy City at that Mm -hmm. time. So so he had experience in the telephone industry himself. So he carried that legacy for, I mean, for a long period of time. So he had enough vision to see even then that a small company wasn't going to be able to survive they weren't going to be able to extend those lines and give uh, more people that service, okay? So when they did that, uh, they there was a lot of federal money out there to extend those lines, and so that's the benefit of that early Ben Lawman and what it did for the community is being able to provide telephone service to a broader area. And Grundy County benefited because of that and his actions, so he was um, he was a pioneer in the industry. So I would I got to give him kudos, yeah. you know, for that. So well, talking about the the benefits or the impact um, Ben Lomond has had, you know, Grundy County's special to Ben Lomond. It's mm-hmm. it's been with us uh, for for many many years. Uh, what kind of impact are you hearing that that the services we are providing or the cost that we have things at is is making a positive impact there you know uh, so many areas to be honest you know so um, I'll give you an example of uh, had a cousin work for Blue Cross Blue Shield and so everybody had to drive to Chattanooga they had 5,000 employees today Blue Cross Blue Shield has hey, you can stay at home and work from home. So so you have employees in Grundy County now that have a platform, have the speed to do the things where they can work from home, okay? And it's just not that. There's a lot more. And even the people that move into our area have access to that. And so it helps the real estate market. You know, most people, they want to know what kind of speed you have in a home when they purchase it, especially if they're coming in from out out of the area. Um, You know, another good example of that was, oh, 15 years ago, this guy, he was from New York, and um, he was a stockbroker, but he moved to Granite County, and he had been loaned to put in a T1 line directly to him and Flat Branch, so that was a long, he had to pay quite a bit of money. I don't know what he would have been charged so, but he was willing to pay that for that faster speed. And uh, back then we were on dial up pretty well. Mm-hmm. So, yes. so that wasn't sufficient. So I, I went to his house, he invited me over for lunch one day. And so I went into his workroom and you know, here he has big screen monitors and we are used to just small monitors. So uh-huh. this guy was serious, you know, about his day trading, you know, so. And then you look at what he had to pay, and now that we have the service that we provide for fifty-seven ninety-five, as high a speed that anybody in America could get. Yep. So, so recently heard that another New York Wall Street person moved to Grundy County, and he one of the reasons he chose was because of high-speed internet. So that legacy kind of continues, but it's on a much cheaper platform. 
you know, so we're able to offer that to our customers, and it really benefits them. You know, and as out of the Tracy office, we also serve the new Suwannee area. So I go into the pharmacist, you know, get a flu shot, and he said, hey, uh, I think I recognize you. You came to one of the community meetings there at Suwannee, and you're on the board. And I said, yes, I am. And he said, well, I want to say that it's a very good service. We're very happy to have you. And and he just wanted to tell me that. So, so those are good things that you hear that what Ben Lemon's doing, how it affects people's lives. So. Uh, you know, you've served as as a president of the board a few times over yes. over your career with the board, and and I, I was just thinking as you were talking about the impact and everything, how how awesome and important was it that Ben Loman Connect had that plan for our Islet, you know, area that that cooperative area that y'all instituted probably what six seven years ago on hey this is our game plan that we're going to build out these areas within our counties here comes the pandemic and we're we're full into you know build mode with that i think it's fair to say that so many other telcos maybe found themselves scrambling but ben loman already had a plan based on your all saying hey listen this is our strategic plan we're going to work it and wow here comes a pandemic that nobody saw but ben loman is is working that plan two-thirds mm-hmm. of the way through something like that that had to be huge yeah i mean it slowed it down a little bit you know i'll be yeah. honest but we're getting close to being 100% fiber to the home. And that's yeah. our that's our goal. That was that strategic plan. And then when that network really is in place, you know, it, the limit, it's un, unlimited in what the possibilities for our customer base is out there. You know, so. Can bring um, jobs and, and oh, absolutely. people from all over. Yes. Um, jobs being, you know, just think about that Blue Cross employee that used to have to drive an hour to work, an hour back, wear and tear on auto. And not an easy drive either. Not an easy I mean, you're talking you know, going the, up and, and down the mountain. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and, that, and uh, so their quality of life is much better because of that. Not all people can probably work at home now. I'll say that, but I'd say if they're really good employee, it doesn't affect them, you know, yeah. so I think. We've talked a little bit about yesteryear. We've talked a little about where we're today, but what can we expect during, you think, this year and over the future years to come here at Ben Loma Connect? Gosh, this year, hopefully, you know, like I say, we'll get this network and our co-op built out. So that's goal number one, basically. And then, uh, and then as we progress into other areas where the government is kind of encouraging companies to expand and go into other areas and we are and uh, so we're going to be able to serve the underserved customer again and that's what a co-op did from the beginning the underserved okay so now we're moving on and giving a great service i think to a broader customer base Mm -hmm. and now as far as you know you, you try and think of a vision of what how our lives could be impacted and even be better, you know, and, and how technology changes so fast today. And we and we look at, you know, one thing that excites me is when we get this network in place, the value of maybe what telehealth, telemedicine, I think if 
if the government and states will get behind the program to really expand that. Just think about if you didn't have to, you know, in Grandy County, you have to drive to Winchester, Tullahoma, McManville, Murfreesboro, Nashville, Chattanooga. So that's a lot of time for, and, and especially for the elderly, you know, just to get someone to take them to the doctor or whatever. But what if they can video conference with a doctor hey this is my symptoms and then even with today's technology your watches your your, they can give all the basic data to that doctor Uh, they may have to go in for blood blood test occasionally but you know they'll be able to congregate all that data and be able to maybe serve that our customer in his home and I think that would be a great service to our community if that can happen you know and so um, you know where is artificial intelligence you know we're seeing that in the news today uh, where is that going to head also you know and what what our customers because of our network will be able to use that in a meaningful way hopefully also you know so there's so many uh, opportunities out there, and it's exciting that we're going to be able to provide that. To I'll give a shout out. You know, from your area, the Bershop of Springs Medical Clinic is a tremendous resource that oh, Grundy yeah. County has, and I'm sure the technology helps their, in, them in recruitment of doctors and yes. finding resources for the, the citizens up there uh, in Bershop of Springs, which yeah. is a very remote area. So we're very proud that they're leading the way in medical, you know, um, medical help in that area. But like you said, that telehealth is just an additional resource that's going to be so tremendous. Yeah, it's unlimited in what could possibly go on there. And uh, and, uh, doctors and lawyers and bankers may not want to hear all that, you know, because it's going to affect every industry, you know, so our world is going to continue to change. Well, I went to a conference actually last week and they talked about a, an app that can actually like write for us now, yeah, you chat, know? Yeah. GTP. GTP or, and, yeah. and talking about whether PR people would be needed in the future. And yeah. I thought, oh, don't say that. But, you know, there's technology. There's some bugs in the system though yes, right now. Yes, there <laughs> yeah. are. There are. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot to work through with yeah. it. You cannot replace the resource of a person, but you're making it so much easier for that person to yep. get their hands on the information that they need to mm. make their job work. Well, you know, I'm, I'm not saying you're going to replace doctors, whatever, but really they are so busy today. It's yep. hard yes. to even get a personal doctor anymore, whatever you call them. Mm-hmm. You know, so. But um, they are so busy, it's hard. You're on a wait list to even become one of their patients. So, so there's they're getting a lot of demand, and hopefully some of this can fill in for yes, that. Yes, that's you know, true. So. Very much so. Quick plug. You mentioned the Bershba uh, Springs Medical Clinic. You can check that out on our podcast as Karen sat down with Mandy Eller, correct, mm-hmm. and Mandy talked Eller all Bolton. about that. Yes. So be sure and check that out. Sir, you mentioned uh, great service to our community, and uh, that's Gerald Seitz. He has served his community well, and, sir, you've ser- served Ben Loma Connect well. From all the employees, thank you so much for all you've done for Ben Loma. appreciate Lomacanet. that, Brian. Yeah. So, Karen, thank you. Thank, thank you, you for sitting down with us. Yeah. That has been Gerald Sides, one right. of our many great board of directors here at Ben Loman, as we move along on the BLC Connection podcast. 
great times to be able to catch up with Gerald Seitz and also Joe Roper, Karen, uh, two, uh, two of the two of the best. Well, they've they've been here as long as I've been here, so I, I don't know the time before that they weren't not a part of Ben Loman. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's Connect with BLC. Usually Micah moderates this, but uh, he is off uh, uh, jet-setting around the world, or at least halfway around the world. We'll talk with him and maybe in the next episode about his travels. But Karen, uh, you know, Channel 6, Connection Magazine, a lot of different ways for folks to be able to reach out to us and catch local content and also our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've had lots of new viewers tune in to YouTube because they like seeing uh, the episodes on, on their pace. Maybe they're not catching it on Channel 6 or they can forward a certain episode of something to a friend. And uh, we love that. So keep uh, joining our Facebook uh, fan base. And as far as Channel 6 goes, you know, we're kind of wrapping up a lot of the, the basketball season. A couple of the teams, I know Van Buren and, and White, White County, County both yeah. did fabulous in the tournaments. And uh, so we're, you know, we commented last week that it's going to be time for back to the strip and all the high school graduations before we uh, turn around. That'll be coming up in, in May. So um, we'll be preparing for that. Then as far as the magazine goes, we've kind of taken on a different schedule this year. We're doing four this year. Uh, The next uh, edition will be coming out in July, and we're going to have some great articles in there. We've got, um, I know Miss Betty Byford is an iris guru from Centertown, Tennessee, Mm. and she's going to be featured in there and and lots more great content. Uh, As far as, uh, you mentioned in passing, again, Van Buren County girls, White County boys, huge hats off to them on both teams making the state tournament in their respective uh, classifications. And so, uh, wow, just it's so much fun to be able to uh, help provide that story, you know, throughout the season uh, on Channel 6. And so... uh, more, more great things to come, but uh, salute yeah. to those, to those yes, two teams. Yes, those uh, young folks worked very hard on that. We appreciate Warrior Media and Eagle Media uh, for helping us film that. Those are some A-number one kids that we have uh, helping us with that. And so all of that is, is thanks to those schools. We're uh, broadcasting again from the uh, annual meeting, the Ben Lomond Connect annual meeting. This morning, I believe, was 25 degrees, tons of frost on the ground. So as we talk about things going on in April, still indoors a little bit right now. And so some of the places that we're proud to call partners have a lot of things going on in April. Cumberland County Playhouse, Agatha Christie's, and then there were none. From April 14th through May 30th at the Park Theater in McMinnville, Grammy-nominated country singer-songwriter Brent Cobb is April 13th and former Leonard Skinner drummer and Rock and Roll Hall of Fame member of the Artemis Pyle Band will be April 15th at the Park Theater. The Caverns and Pelham's got three pretty good concerts going on here. One uh, group from back in our days, the Australian rock band The Church, is going to be performing in the cave on April 8th. Bluegrass legend Del McCurry. The Del McCurry Band will be there eight, April 16th in the cave. And American folk rock band The Avett Brothers will be there April 23rd. That's going to be an amphitheater concert That's on that fun. One. That's yeah. a lot of uh, very diverse uh, things to do in our area. So yeah. a lot to look forward to this spring. One last one in Crossville, the Palace Theater, Little Texas, April 27th. They are a 
ton of slew of country uh, top 10 singles, including the number one song, My Love. So all those things still going on throughout our area. And it's amazing that uh, I don't think we could ever imagine when we were growing up the fact that there's so many different entertainment entertainment options within an hour, 45 minutes of, of at least our home base, which is Warren County. Right. Great stuff. Yeah, these, these hit all age groups. Uh, you know, bluegrass was something you kind of went to Rocky River to see in our day, and it's taken on this resurgence where it's young, it's hip. The, the players are young and hip, and, and they have a different sound, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, so be sure and check out some of those or all of those going on in the month of April. And uh, as you kind of, in a way, connect with BLC. Well, Karen, another episode is in the bag. And uh, speaking of bags, let's talk about the mailbag. Well, we want you all to message us your questions and any topics that you want to hear talked about. Uh, That's kind of in our wheelhouse. We don't want to comment on stuff we don't know anything about, (laughs) but you can do that on BLC's uh, Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn, or you can email us at blcpodcast at benloman.net. And I need to go through the list of where everybody can listen to the podcast. It can be found on our website. That's probably one of the easiest places uh, in the news section. But also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Audible, and iHeartRadio, just to name a few. There's probably about five more, but but those are the the main ones people kind of tend to do their podcast searches on. Also, too, we would ask if you... uh if you uh, join us on Spotify or any of those podcasts and it allows you to be able to give us a rating, we hope we can earn a earn a five or a high rating from you. That just helps other folks be able to find that. And also, too, uh, subscribe to it. So that way, when a new uh, episode drops, uh, then you get a little push notification there and, uh, and voila. And it's we there love it when people share it, too, because yeah. when you hear something good, you tend to want to tell your friends or, hey, listen to this. I think you'll find this interesting. So that's great. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, we're a little unsure right now as we wrap up this episode what episode 11 will have for us. We think we may know, but who knows? We could be on the road. We could uh, be talking about a brand new uh, service. So we'll keep that a little under wraps. Karen, kind of the same way with you right now with the mini episode. Right. I love to seek out businesses that are going above and beyond. So if you feel like your business is excelling uh, in anything from customer service to uh, surviving the pandemic to, you know, any of those topics that you feel other businesses can learn from, contact us on one of the, the platforms that we spoke about earlier and let me know you'd like to participate on the podcast. We are wrapping things up here at the 2023 annual meeting. And Karen, guess what? Next year at this time, it's the big 7-0. Wow, that's amazing that that the company, and that is so impressive to me as an employee, um, that it's 70 and all the people that came before us, and I think they would be so proud. Yeah, we sure hope so. And so as we wrap things up here at the Milner Recreation Center for a vacationing Micah Lawrence, also for Karen Wilson. We want to say thank you for listening. Stay safe and stay connected.